Ah. Oh, it's like college. Ah. All right, I want to talk about something. All right. I, I like to. I like to say something. That I've prepared tonight. All right, Alan. Hello. How about that ride in? I guess that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> you guys might not know this, but I consider myself a bit of a loner. I tend to think of myself as a one-man wolf pack. But when my sister brought Doug home, I knew he was one of my own. And my wolf pack, it grew by one. So were there two of us, there were two of us in the wolf pack. I was alone first in the pack, and then Doug joined in later. And six months ago, when Doug introduced me to you guys, I thought, wait a second, could it be? And now I know for sure, I just added two more guys to my wolf pack. All right. All right. Four of us wolves running around the desert together in Las Vegas, looking for strippers and cocaine. Get ready. Woo! We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. This is the Cutline Podcast with your host, Michael Cavalunis. This is more than just another PGA tournament. This, my friends, is the CJ Cup. The fall swing heads to Korea? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Come on, man. Due to COVID-19, the CJ Cup will stay in Vegas for the second consecutive year as the golfers will look to dominate the Summit Club. Plus, it's every DFS player's favorite type of event, a no-cut And the cut line is here to break it down. Hello, Canada. Hello, Australia. Hello, USA. Hello, UK. Welcome new and old to the hottest show for PGA DFS that you're going to find. Now, if you're new to the show, where have you been? And for all you returning listeners, welcome back. The cut line continues to do great things for daily fantasy sports and the sports book. And that includes growing your bankroll on a weekly basis. And that's just one of the positive benefits. We got the winner last week, 32 to 1, Sung J M outright on our brand new Vegas page at CutlineGolf.com. This includes all the top plays that you can find on Twitter, all the ones we tr- that we trust, um, plus our picks and news from the Euro Tour, PGA Tour. It's all there on our Vegas page. And don't forget the tournament model allows you your bank uh, allows to bank on yourself as you build your projections, your category weights, and you get to dominate the slate based on your terms only at CutlineGolf.com. Now, welcome to the Cutline. I'm Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. The positive vibes keep rolling, as I've already said. And like I said before, we're going to get one, and we did. We nailed the Terminator. Core play, outright winner. Boom, let's keep it rolling into the CJ Cup. And we are going to break it down the best that we possibly can. 
Oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. To make sure that you guys are going to build your best lineups on Sunday, we'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And now the goal of the cut line is to make sure that we are giving you winning lineups, cashing lineups, smashing lineups, lineups that are kicking ass, taking names, getting everyone's favorite six of six golfers through the cut line, which, guess what? There is no cut line this weekend, which means you're going to get six of six golfers through. Good weekend for most of you. All right, so... One thing you need to do before you build those lineups on Wednesday night, right before lock, is check out the ownership at Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com. Fanshare Sports is elite ownership for PGA and PGA analysis. They'll give you all the stats that you need. If you don't want to pay full price, very easy fix, boys and girls. In the discount code, write the word CUTLINE, and you'll receive 20% off your monthly membership. Ownership is a leverage not to be belittled. The CJ Cup, no cut event. Vegas. West Coast time, golfers are going to be tackling the Summit Club. All right. So, the CJ Cup is typically held in Korea at Jeju Island, but COVID-19 has redirected the CJ Cup back to the U.S. for the second consecutive year. The Tom Fazio design has all the elements that we see at courses like Quail Hollow, Congaree, Conway Farms, and Shadow Creek. There was little time to prepare for the event, and I'm going to anticipate that the course is going to play extremely difficult with the course never being on the PGA Tour rota rotation, most will speculate as to how the course will play out. It's key this week to see what the players are saying to get an edge of any potential attributes, stats that might get you unique in your lineup build or betting potential. You can find this all at ASAP Sports. They kind of translate it out for you if you want to read through it. The narrative that I'm going to continue to exploit is the Nevada residents, West Coast players, college that, uh, colleges that players attended that are potentially on the West Coast, and of course, our South African players. Now, the biggest difference between last week and this week is that the Shriners had a very weak field. The CJ Cup is very different. We have all the top players in the world back. It's noticeably stronger. Now, the course does stretch over 7,400 yards, but don't forget that this thin Vegas air allows the course to play shorter than the yardage book might present. And the key aspect is able to attack these pins from the fairway, in which we can assume is going to be another putting fest on these bent grass putting surfaces the lowest score i've seen on record here at summit is a 61 by member maverick mcneely yes that maverick mcneely and if the course is going to play that simple for the entire tournament anticipate a hot putter to get the job done this weekend for those that like to watch golf tear up a course this is probably right up your alley keep an eye on what the pros are saying and take advantage of the fact that you're going to be getting six of six golfers through all the way through to round four, no matter what. Tom Fazio design, bent grass greens, 7,400 square feet, 11 to, 11 to 12 probably in that cent meter. I say that's average slow. 7,400 yards, par 72, seven water hazards come into play, and 62 bunkers. Weather ahead, we're going to see some wind in Friday afternoon and nothing on Friday. So if you're looking at the showdowns, right now we're looking at the Thursday morning slate for all the plays in terms of the weather forecast for vegas key stats i'm looking at ball striking approach strokes in total putting on bent grass opportunities gained greens and regulation gained but the best question the question we need to answer for this week is who 
are we going to play this weekend? These two putts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. So this is the birdie or better segment where the cut line breaks down the top plays for this weekend's CJ Cup. And we got to get this out of the way right away. As quickly as we can. We'll talk about this top tier. But it's got it's not gonna be a secret to anyone. It's gonna boost his ownership to beyond believable. But it's the fact that Colin Morikawa is a member here at the Summit Club. Okay, so I'm gonna say it like this. You either go way overweight and go with the field and get different somewhere somehow. Somehow, or you just simply fade it. It's that's that's game theory here. I don't know if you can, because the fact is that. We saw what happened last year at Shadow Creek with Jason Kokrak, who had the MGM sponsorship and played Shadow Creek all the time. And what happened? He dominated the course. So Colin Morikawa can easily come in here, dominate the field, dominate the course, and at only 10800 he's not even the max priced. We're looking at DJ and Justin Thomas above him. It's kind of hard not to roster him. I'll tell you this. At 1801, you bet him. You bet him if you get him 18 to 1. If you get him at higher odds, you bet him. You hammer that. All right. That number's coming down fast. Uh, the other option, he's down in 7,300, is Maverick McNeely. He's another member here. You get way better odds, but of course, you got to deal with the fact that McNeely is just not that good of a golfer. But that ownership, again, is probably going to be much, much, much more reduced. But looking up here at the top tier from Dustin Johnson all the way down to Rory McElroy, you got all these guys who have multiple wins on tour right xander has the least he's going to be popular though regardless in this kind of format we like his scoring in terms of majors xander is the only one of these in the 10k range that doesn't have one right jt only has one so that's something else to note you look at the fact that you know where they played school or where they went to school um we know that rory didn't go to play college college golf but Xander played out in the West Coast, San Diego State. Morikawa played on the West Coast. Um, Dustin Johnson, Coastal Carolina on the East Coast. And Justin Thomas out at Alabama. Then we go to where they currently live. DJ, Florida. Justin Thomas, Florida. Morikawa, Xander, and Spieth all live in Nevada and Texas while McElroy lives in Florida. My point being this. Where I'm going to hover around is these West Coast players. I'm going to look at Morikawa. I'm going to look at Xander. I'm going to look at Jordan Spieth. And this is where I'm going to stay home. Now, a lot of people are going to fade Spieth because, you know, he misses fairways, questionable approach. He's not going to appear too solid on models. But I'll say this. Give this little nugget away for the CS uh, course suitability metric for uh, Fanshare Sports. Jordan Spieth ranks number three in Lee Aldrich's model. So that's something that's pretty pricey or pretty appealing, especially in only 10,300. So it's pretty straight up for, you know, straight up and pretty forward in that 10K range. But going down to the 9K range, this is where you're going to have to make some decisions. Um, you're looking at guys like Louie, Deki Matsuyama, Sung JM coming off the win. Yeah. Uh, Sam Burns, Victor Hovland. Sam Burns, probably the hottest player on tour right now, right? So someone we most definitely want to consider. If we're going to go to that West Coast narrative, we're looking at guys like Tony Fino, lives in Arizona. 
Um, the South African narrative that I like out here is Louis Usti. And then you got Answer and Scheffler from Texas. Um, I did not like them last weekend, but I like them here a little bit more. They kind of just fit that. The problem is Scheffler's bad on bentgrass greens. So with something that's going to be a putting fest, he may not be someone that I want to go to, and he's probably going to be someone that I fade again. So it's just one of those key ideas. You look at the recent form in terms of this range. You know, Hovland has made one cut, finished 44th. Yeah, Sam Burns, two cuts, average finish of eighth place. Um, none of these guys, other than Answer and Scheffler, have missed cuts. So if you want reduced ownership, you're going to go to Answer and Scheffler because they're going to be lower. People have that recent memory of them burning them in their lineups and missing it. The nice thing I'd like to see here in my aggregate model, though, uh, Number two, Victor Hovland, right? Number four, Sam Burns. And number three, Tony Finau. I'm going to probably lock in Tony Finau as a core play. Uh, I just think there's tons of upside here. You're getting reduced ownership. People are going to look elsewhere. Right now, we're looking at like anywhere from like 10 to 15% ownership, which is really a discount in this price. Um, even if you go to like Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka is single digit ownership range. May not necessarily grade out well here, but we know the scoring prowess that Brooks has. And he's coming off a made cut. He played last week in the Shriners. I like that. So he's going to have fresh game versus most of these golfers here we haven't seen on tour yet. I don't mind going back to Sung JM, going for a back-to-back win. I don't think it's as hard as some may say. It's a no-cut event. The guy's a scoring machine. So he's most definitely a reliable option in this in this spot. But... The guy that no one seems to be keen in on, and, and this is more from like a scoring standpoint point long term, is Cameron Smith. Now, if he gets up to like 20, 25% ownership, I think then you got to make some really smart decisions here on what you're going to do with him in your roster construction. But if he stays sub 20%, Cam Smith's a great play. Now, remember, we, we normally say sub 20%, like 15, 16, 17%, like it's a bad thing, but. This is a no-cut event. You know, you only got 70-some golfers here in the field. Getting Cam Smith at that kind of ownership is a boost, in my opinion. It's a boost. So, looking at that 9K range, though, again, tons of golfers that you can pick. Tons of options. But heading down the 8K range, of course, this 8K, 7K range is going to be your bread and butter. How you're going to make your money. Again, we're going to go to that narrative about living on the West Coast. And we don't have anybody but Patrick Reed. And Paul Casey. Casey lives in Arizona. Reed lives in Texas. Okay. You do have some interesting, though, little hiccups here in terms of Cokes living in Ohio, played last weekend, missed the cut, started well, did terrible in round two, and Leishman living in Virginia. So those are some interesting things. If you can find some correlations between golf in those states and what we're going to see here at Summit, they're a potential possibility. I like the fact that we can go back to Kokrak. He he did well to CJ Cup last year. He's obviously defending his title. It's a little bit different, a different course, but I'm sure he's played it. Terrell Hatton has done very well to CJ Cup in recent form. If you're looking at tournament history, third, sixth, and fourteenth. So I don't think that's reliable data that you can use because you're just looking at different courses, different games. So it's something to, to keep in mind. One thing I do like is Webb Simpson. Yeah, we're on North Carolina, North Carolina resident. Um, but he's just someone that always gets under-owned, in my opinion, and has incredible upside. Like, you could take advantage of that. So, 
it's something that I'm going to look into. When you look at these guys in terms of putting, your best putter in this bent grass surface long term is going to be Harris English. And then you're looking at Kokrak again, um, Adam Scott, Patrick Reed. So the question you got to ask yourself about Patrick Reed and Adam Scott, are they going to be so popular because they're so cheap and people are going to be smashing and putting them in their lineups? Or are people just can't trust 41-year-old Adam Scott anymore to score? Does he not fit the course anymore? Those are concerns. Patrick Reed, you know, we saw him last week and looked terrible. Was that just, hey, welcome back to the tour rotation? Or is this something where we need to be kind of concerned? I think that you go back to Patrick Reed here if he is that cheap, right? Like, if he's going to be that affordable, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go back to him? Why? Because he missed a cut last weekend and you don't want to get burned again? That's how you get everyone back. That's how we got Shank back in our lineups, you know? Two weeks ago, we were all over him. Had him as a core play. We didn't put him in the core this week, but we had about 13% of him. He dominated until Sunday. you got to take advantage when people are down on guys, especially in a no-cut event, especially someone like Patrick Reed who can get a hot putter, who can score, who could dial it in, especially on bent grass greens. It makes all the sense in the world here to go back to Patrick Reed. So now we enter the 7K range. And just a heads up, in the top 20 in my power rankings, three golfers rank in the top 20. That's Joaquin Neiman, Russell Henley, and HV3. By the way, Henley being a, a member here, or Maverick McNeely, Go to, go to gamble him, but we are going to gamble on some Russell Henley and potential some scoring here. But looking at the 7K range, all right, in terms of my overall stat models, one guy, Neiman, ranks number six, Henley, number 10. Okay, Charlie Hoffman, number 23, we saw what he did. He's the Vegas resident. He can most definitely pop here. But people are just going to go different directions right they could potentially look name brands like neiman's gonna be popular we know that all right taylor gooch is gonna be popular thanks to rob g he's gonna tout him on twitter i'm gonna follow him throw him in my player pool but you really gotta narrow it down if you're doing like that mme you really gotta get different here in the 7k range if you're gonna if you're gonna do single entry two or three max in terms of putting on bent grass greens alex noren cameron Tregali, jason day Justin Rose and Kevin Na, they all take the cake up here in the bent grass greens. So if you're going to follow the putting narrative, that's the route you're going to go. The only concern I have with those picks is Jason Day. I don't know if he can score for four days, at least score enough to give you enough potential in your lineup to win a GPP. I just don't think it's there. But I do like Justin Rose. I do like Kevin Na. Again, Charlie Hoffman living on here. He's nice. HV3 just had a kid. So one of the narratives that you're going to hear is the baby narrative. But we've seen that come back to burn us in the past, right? We have seen that come back to burn us in the past, especially in this 7K range, which is going to be pivotal for you to have success. In terms of straight-up approach, Neiman, again, is going to fit that mold. But HV3, a strong approach player. Russell Henley, again, a strong approach player. He's going to end up being a core play for me. I'm just going to lock and load him in tons of my lineups. Again, we're, we're maxing out at 150, so Henley's going to be in a, in a ton of my plays. In terms of like recent form, which we've seen, 
We've seen three straight make cuts for Tringale, so he's obviously playing very well. A no-cut event that could be potentially beneficial. Hoffman, three straight made cuts. In addition to that, Taylor Gooch, two straight made cuts. Siwoo Kim, two out of three made cuts. He is here this weekend, but missed uh, the cut at the Shriners, following an 8th and 11th place. But we know that the upside that Siwoo gives. So you're just going to have to take some stands here in the 7K range. I'm most definitely locking in McNeely. I think that's a key play for me in terms of like who I want to roster in this 7K range. And I do understand that McNeely being a Nevada native might boost his potential ownership. If people are going to play that, that's fine. I'll go up to Kevin Na. I'll go to Max Homa out of Arizona. Okay. I'll even go to Charlie Hoffman. All right. Again, the 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 concept with like Justin Rose, he's he, his main residence now is the Bahamas. Sergio Neiman and Wise, they all live out in Florida. We have seen though some success here for Aaron Wise on this Vegas swing. Eighth place finish last weekend at the Shriners. Can he keep it up in this type of field though? I'm not sure. You know, he he, he putted extremely well on that bent grass surfaces, but we're gonna have to hope that he does it again. I'm not buying it. Not going to buy it. So we'll go down to that 6K range, which has tons of golfers. You're going to have to squeeze them in if you're going up in that top tier. Guys that I like, um, I do like Ricky Fowler again. I'm going to go back to him. We saw it in the second round on the upside. KH Lee is going to be very chalky. I'm going to fade it because he is going to be so chalky. I'm thinking about anywhere from like 15 to 20% ownership and when, when it's all said and done. We'll see how that shakes out because a lot of people are going to, they're just going to go to him. They're going to go to Johnny Vegas. Um, he's going to be very popular. And I can't buy into these boys from Korea, like Jae Kyung Lee, Yusop Soi, uh, Minku Kim. Not right now, at least. I'm going to have to do some more diving and dipping in those guys just to like see if there's anyone I want to roster. They're all really young. Right, they're all really young on uh, and on the Korean tour. I think, let's see, the oldest of those guys is is twenty five of those guys that are down at the bottom in that six K range. And the question you got to ask yourself: Can they keep it up for four days? Right? Can they keep it up for for four days? Joo Hyung Kim, he's nineteen years old. He's someone I have interest in. Golf prodigy at nineteen, straight from Korea. Coming to this tournament, playing over, you know, at 19, I think he's here. He's fearless. He's got something to prove. If you're going to play the West Coast narrative, you're looking at guys like Streelman. You're going to look at guys like Johnny Vegas from Texas, Matt Jones from Zona, right? Ortiz and Higgs from Texas. And and we're really looking at that West Coast being here, potentially, potentially even playing here before. Um, I like Rio, especially at the fact that he ranks 14th in overall stat model. He's 6,700, not getting a lot of ownership, not getting a lot of love right now. Keegan Bradley is another option in my overall stat model. Uh, Lucas Glover ranks 8th in my overall stat model, but again, we're dealing with putting issues on bent grass surfaces, especially with a field that's this strong. I'm not sure I want to drop all the way down to Glover. If we are going to look at putting specifically, Ian Poulter ranks 5th on bent grass greens in terms of his long-term form. Cameron Davis ranks 8th. So if this does become a putting contest and greens are easily hit, most definitely look at these guys who, who are successful on the bent grass greens. Of course, anyone can come out of anywhere. 
in these tournaments. No cut events. Get hot at the right time. Um, so that'll about do it, man. Let's take it home. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. That's it. It's over. It's all over. That is the cut lines breakdown of the CJ Cup. Join us next week as we look at the Zozo on an Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club. Of course, we'll follow that up with the Bermuda Championship at Port Royal. Follow that up with the OHL. This is the fall swing. We are rocking and rolling. Go and get them. Cash and smash. Later, boys.